Hi, welcome to UFO Party and X Files podcast. I'm Julia, <laughs> and I'm Erin, <laughs> and we're on the last episode of season one. We did it. I'm really sad. I'm excited. I don't think I'm actually that sad. I think I'm sad from like other things, but it's really <laughs> like coming out through being sad about the first season ending. But yeah, it just we'll means just pretend it's just about X Files. Yeah. Like, it just means we really get to get into it now, and I'm really excited. Me too. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, it's finally a normal temperature outside, and I love it, and yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm still having a lot of pain. I didn't yeah. do anything today except for sleep before I got here, so, yep. but, you know. It is what it is. We're here, and I'm happy, and we have really yummy vodka with jalapeno limeade. limeade. Yeah, from Trader Joe's. Which is super good. pretty good. It's legitimately 64 degrees out. Oh, God. Like, how perfect. heavenly. That is perfect. Yes. Is it a little humid? Yes, but I don't mind. Nope. As long as it's I'm not it. sweaty. Yes. Like, oh. Because, like, Porter really likes crying at the door. And then he wants me to open it, but then just hold him so he can be in the hallway, but like at, like in the frame of the door. And I did that last night and it was like breezy. Oh my God. I was like, okay, I get it. Like we can, we can stay here a little bit longer than usual. (laughs) So we, oh, Porter is such a baby. Yep. We had no incidents last week, but then apparently when I was getting a drink, he decided to hiss at Aaron, but that's all that happened. Right. Yep. Okay. So far. Okay. So far, so good. He is on the bed with us, so we'll see how long. If you guys hear me get murdered, it was Porter. Yeah. Hopefully not. Okay. okay. Let's get into it. Hell yeah. Um, we open up <laughs> with the most dramatic car chase ever. Like, fully just zoom in. Yeah. It's insane. Those, it was like... Actually, a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. It was so ridiculous. Like, they, they got were, some air. They went over this, like, really small hill, and they, like, flew, like, 12 feet in the air. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Okay, that's it's not how that happens. One car, and then, at first, one cop car, and they, yeah. like, both flew. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, Harry Potter flying. A couple of feet in the air, yeah. Yeah. For, was... like, way too long, and then stick the landing, everything's fine. Those yeah. old ass cars. No crashes. That makes no sense. <laughs> but either way, so we're starting off really strong. Um, and then eventually, basically, the suspect, like, finds that he has nowhere else left to drive. So he gets out of the car and tries to escape by um, climbing a fence. But he's kind of pulled down and beaten with the baton things. Yeah, cops um, doing cop things. Yeah. And, um... But he, like, gives it back to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, like, super strong, and he just, like, yeah. grabs it, ends up, like, grabbing the batons and basically, like, beating the shit out of, like, four cops, three or four cops, right. like, by himself. Yeah. Um, before running. And he is... He does end up getting shot, but he runs and jumps into the water. And... Yeah. That's pretty much, like, no one can find him. They they don't see him, so... But he did leave behind some green goo. Yes, he left that by accident. So, for the entirety of this episode, I referred to him as Goo Man. Ew. Which just looks like I misspelled human. Like if a cat was goo talking. Man. And it was like, human, but yeah, Goo Man. But it's actually um, Dr... Why can I not remember? Sakari. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It does not sound how it's spelled. <laughs> I mean, technically, yes, but with exaggeration. Yeah. So it's Dr. Sakari yeah. that's leaving behind some goo. Yeah. So we don't know that yet, um, but that's our, you know, our intro. And then we see Mulder sleeping on the couch. Does he ever sleep in his bed? No, he fully, truly owns no bed. Amazing. And I think he only owns a couple of pair of socks because his socks all have, like, the big toe hole in them. Like, both socks he was wearing. Uh, 
Mulder, what are you doing? You need somebody to take care of you. Yeah, Scully, please. Scully, Scully would not let you sleep on the couch every night. Well, unless um, they like slept on the couch together. Yeah, but that couch was pretty small. Yeah. Um, but either way, so he's <laughs> sleeping, watching TV on the couch, and um, Deep Throat calls, and he's like, "Are you watching Channel 8? And basically, there's just a news report about the, the chase chase that just happened. Um, and Mulder's like, why does this matter? Um, Which we don't really ever get an answer to until very later on in the episode. Yeah. I mean. He's just very elusive. Yeah. But I guess but, that's also like his job. Yeah. Or not really. That's the but job Mulder he took knows on. too. Like if yeah. Deep Throat is telling him something, there's something there. And he keeps like rewatching the news story and is like, I'm just not getting it. Like, why would he tell me this? Yeah. And then of course, Scully's like. What does this have to do with the X-Files? But this time, Mulder's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, not like, sure. They have absolutely zero clues. Yeah. Besides, like, watch the news. Exactly. And then pay attention to it. Yeah, a little unrealistic, but whatever. Um, but they go to the crime scene. Yeah. Where the goo was left and, like, the car would have been. But, again, police aren't cooperating but I kind of understand why, because Mulder's, like, asking about information that hasn't been released yet. I mean, Like, the kind of yeah. car he was driving, and I think the way he, the way the um, doctor looked. Well, so, Mulder doesn't, Mulder lied to try, um, because they're like, why are you here? Yeah. And that's when the, like, local police, they were... I don't know. They were asking him why Mulder is there and like why this would be an FBI investigation. And Mulder's like the fugitive matches a profile for someone that we've been looking for. And he's like, well, you're lying because we haven't released. No one knows what the suspect looks like. So you're lying. Yeah. And it's kind of just caught red handed. But, um, but either way, I mean, yeah, it's there. The cops are unfriendly, but it's, it is a little bit sketchy that they're even there. So I kind of get it. Yeah. Um, The cops tell them that the car's at the impound lot. So they go to the car. How, how did they discover that? Like it was that one. So they go to where the impound lot is and where the cops said that the cars was, the car was, but, um, they, are they just carrying around like a screen print of the car? Yeah. Okay. Because yep. they, they realize it doesn't match up. They realize it doesn't match up. Yeah. So they are like, somebody must have switched it out and basically created like a false record to say that that was the car. Yeah. Um, because the car had a window sticker on it that is a symbol of the medical field. Yeah. Uh, Cadaceous. I think so. Uh, that's probably wrong. But, you know, like the... The snakes. The snakies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's like a little window sticker. Um, so they're like, well, then this car probably would belong to a doctor. I don't right. know why else yeah, you yeah, would yeah. have it on there. Um, but it, it doesn't match the car in the original picture. So, right. so um, this is when Mulder calls his friend Danny. And he was like, we have a partial license plate, but yeah. it also belongs to a doctor. So like, come through, please. Yeah. Which miraculously, somehow, they do. Because it leads them to Dr. Barubi. Yep. And he works in a hmm, very lovely animal testing facility. Yes. I'm already not a fan of his. Yeah, so at first, Barubi's kind of like just confused um, and is like, oh, like, I don't know what you're talking about because they're like, your car was used in a police chase the other day. Yeah. Um, And he's like, well, I'm not sure. It's actually just a second car, and sometimes the housekeeper uses it for errands and stuff. But, like, I don't use it that often. I didn't have it, so I didn't even realize that it was missing. He's being Um, a great actor. Yeah. (laughs) So he's just like, yeah, I don't know. And then when they kind of keep asking questions, and they're really not being, they're not, like, implying that he did anything wrong, but they're just asking, like, pretty normal questions. Yeah, I would agree. Um, And Ruby's like, 
I have like really important work to do. Like I, I don't have time for this right now. Yeah. Um, and then Mulder's like, what kind of work is it? And then he like gets like irrationally mad. Yeah. Um, so Scully tries to like, she does the thing that I feel like kids do when they're at like a pet store and she sticks her finger like near the cage. I, I got so sad because there's like a bunch of monkeys in the cage and Scully went to go like maybe say hello to the monkey because she thought it was going to be friendly and it like lunges at her and screaming and she got so scared and I felt very overwhelmed with sadness yeah. for like both of them because then Baruby kind of starts yelling at her and he was like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, I was going to be like a nice monkey. And then he was all like, oh, they're not supposed to get like rallied up or yell or anything. And it's just like, okay, something is very amiss here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty weird, especially because he like won't tell them at all what he does. Yeah. So it's just like, alrighty. Um, like, he could have just lied about, like, made up anything. I mean, yeah, it'd be pretty easy to yeah. just come up with something, but yeah. he doesn't. Um, but after this, Scully's kind of like, I'm done. I don't want to be part of this investigation. Um, she's basically like, Mulder, you're on your own here. Yeah. Because she is just, like, she basically is like, you, she's criticized Mulder's relationship with Deep Throat before. Um but this episode, she's just like, you know what? Like, you listen to Deep Throat no matter what he says, and there's, like, no evidence here that there's anything going on, yeah. and I'm not fucking doing it. So she says that she's done. We all know that that's probably not. Well, I feel like, in a way, she's kind of, like, standing up to Mulder. Yeah. Because I think, rationally, this looks ridiculous. Yeah. They have no idea what the fuck they're looking for. They have no idea why they're there or like what to even like pay attention to in the slightest. They just got yelled at by some angry monkey scientist. Like yeah. she's kind of like, I don't want to fucking like go hunting for like anything relating to deep throats game right now. Yeah. And kind of is like, mm, I think you kind of need him because like he's giving you all these false hopes and, Right. Kind of making you go on these yeah. missions. Yeah, and she basically, <laughs> she basically says that, like, Mulder kind of enables it, too, because, yeah. like, the reason that Deep Throat lets him kind of think that these things are meaningful is because Mulder loves it. Yeah. And so he just kind of, like... Scully said Mulder gets off to it. Yeah. <laughs> Little does Scully know. Uh-huh. Mulder gets off to a lot of weird shit. Oh, so. man. She doesn't know that yet. <laughs> Um, but Mulder did listen, you know, he, he like heard what Scully was saying. Yeah. Um, so then when Deep Throat talks to him later, Mulder does kind of give him a piece of his mind and is like, nope, I'm not doing this. Like, if you want me to investigate this, I'm going to need more than literally a clip on the news. Like what? Um, but Deep Throat is like, I can only say so much, but, like, don't give up on this. And he says that you've never been closer, Mulder. Um, so, I mean, Mulder does at least stick up to it for himself. Yeah. Um, Again, it's kind of like that father-son dynamic. Yeah. And, like, Mulder kind of mentions that. He's like, I feel like I'm the dutiful son, like, running yeah. all your errands and not really knowing why, but... Like, we talked about that last time, and basically, Mulder will do almost anything. Yeah. <laughs> Deep Throat tells him to without any, like, question about it. Right. Until now. Yep. But. Um, yeah. And then Deep Throat, like, kind of tries to turn it back on Mulder, and is like, maybe it's you who's become too dependent on me, and, like, you should be out searching more, and you should be doing more, and you're just, like, waiting around for me to give you clues. And I'm like, hmm. Interesting. I see where both of them are coming from, though. Yeah. Because I think Deep Throat's probably getting frustrated that he kind of has to, like, spoon-feed Mulder a little bit with, right. like, the right cases. But also, Mulder's trying to keep his job. He can't always be doing alien shit that Deep Throat wants him to be doing. Yeah. Like, they're already... Their asses are already on the line. True. <laughs> for okay. going through the files they're supposed to be going through. And I think taking on extracurriculars yeah. would be a little dangerous. Right. That's fair. 
Um, then we see, so after the interview with the doctor, like we, we know that he's hiding something. He gets really defensive. Yeah. He, something's up. But, um, back in the lab, he's working late. Um, and then someone comes in, we're going to, for the episode, call him crew cut man, I guess, or you can call him. Yeah. They call him crew cut man. I, my notes refers to him as secret man. Yeah. But like he has a crew cut haircut. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so we see him, we don't really know exactly who he is. Um, but he's definitely, you know, some kind of like hitman basically for I would assume whatever like secret society yeah. is is interested in the doctor's work. So the dark government. <laughs> the dark government. Um oh my and <laughs> Yeah, so he starts asking uh Dr. Ruby questions and he is like, I know that, you know, Dr. Sakari's still alive and you know, you know where ha- he is. have you heard from him yeah. and stuff like that? Um, and Dr. Ruby's like, I I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I can't give you any questions. I already, or he like gives away that the FBI was there. He's like, yeah. if you're with the FBI, I already talked to you. Yeah. I'm not doing this. Um, and so he's killed. Um, and yeah. the crew cut man basically makes it look like it's like a suicide. Um, I don't know in what world. I know. This would be it's a suicide. such a stretch. What do it's they so... say? I mean, I think we come back to it, but do you want to go through this now? What they, like, staged for this really great suicide? Yeah, we can, we can go through that. They wrapped medical gauze around his neck and then tied the other end to it of it to, like, something that was anchored. I don't think anyone can... Choke themselves out with medical gauze? I don't think so either. And also, he, not to be like too graphic, but like he wasn't hanging or anything. It no, was he like was laying on the floor. They said like Excuse he me. like jumped, <laughs> like jumped forward. I it was it was a stretch, honestly. Yeah. Um. Like, like I feel like medical gauze has too much like give to it. Yeah. It's like stretch. Super weak. Yeah. Um. Like I. I don't want to say I understand, but I kind of see how, like, when people do the auto-asphyxiation thing. Yeah. Because, like, that's their kink or whatever, and they end up dying. Because, like, ties don't have much give. Belts do not have any give. But, like, medical gauze is thin and elastic-y. Yeah, and I would just, I would think that it would just rip. Yeah. Before it actually, like, not sure. Um, For secret men. In the government, they're not very smart when it comes to common sense. Yeah. I mean, I bet they probably know that no one's really going to look into it and they don't give a shit. So. Oh, wrong. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it just doesn't even make sense. Like, why would Dr. Ruby, like, trash his lab before killing himself, too? Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Um, like, it would have been more plausible, not that I would want this to happen because I think we both know the outcome, to make it seem like the monkeys mauled him. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm glad they didn't go with that because we all know that then the monkeys would have died. Yeah. Theoretically, obviously they're not, it's not real. But wouldn't that be like the obvious thing to go to? Right. Yeah, I would, that sounds way more believable. So uh, writers of any new X-Files things, just hit us up, consult us. (laughs) will help <laughs> who edited this i would have said no anyways um the police like yeah. diving yep, in the water they've been diving trying to find the suspect um dr sakari yeah and they can't find him cannot find him they've there's been looking like for a three bunch of divers right? uh yep three days he's been out there um and they know that he most likely is shot so they're like why are we not finding the body? Right. Um, and they finally kind of give up, basically, at, at least give up trying to find him in the water. Yeah. And then... <laughs> as soon as they leave, he just, like, pops up. Yeah. <laughs> he has been... He's underwater, so we're like, has he just been 
in the water for three days. Like I feel like he's what? been dodging them. Yeah. It's, but I mean, just in general, he's shot and has been staying in water for three days. Yeah. And has definitely most of the time been underwater because right. otherwise they would have seen him. Um, I wonder why he didn't like go further away from exactly where they're looking. I wonder if he could. Mm. You think because he was hurt or? Yeah. He's shot in like the abdomen, right? Like the lower abdomen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't exactly know how he's evading them, but maybe that's why he couldn't like swim very far away. Yeah. But anyways. Um, Yeah. So then after that, that's when we find out that um, Barobi has been killed and they're trying to make it look like suicide, which again, dumb. Um, Yeah. Mulder and Scully are definitely not buying it. Yeah. Um, Which I think this is kind of where Scully's like, okay, I'm still in. Yeah. I'm going to keep working on it. Yeah. Um, And they discover that the doctor was working on a human genome project. Right. Um, But Scully's like, that doesn't make sense. Like thousands of doctors are working on the the human genome project and it's not like a top secret thing. Why would they kill him over that? Um, But this is when Mulder also like a little kid, he's just touching everything. Like, I feel like you definitely shouldn't be doing a crime scene, Yeah, but he finds a flask, AKA the namesake of the episode. Um, But it, has liquid in it, and on the bottom, it's labeled purity control. Yeah. Which, I mean, anyone that watches X-Files religiously, that's already like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I mean, head. this is our first introduction, though. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, but they take it. He gives it to Scully. <laughs> and, like, wants Scully to find out what's in the bottle or in the flask, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and she has this line where she's like, Mulder, if this is monkey pee, you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> but it's red. Like, I don't think any monkey pee is red, but it was still yeah. cute. It was funny. <laughs> I, my note was like, Scully has had enough of Mulder shit, but yeah. still goes to test a sample found in the lab. Yeah. While, Mulder, while Mulder casually breaks into a house. Again. Again. Loves a casual B&E. Every fucking episode. Yeah. Um, so... Mulder goes to Dr. Baruby's house and is like, what is it about his fucking pretty normal research that is that would make him get killed? Like, something's right. going on here. Um, so he goes into the doctor's home. He's going through his desk, mm-hmm. um, and he finds basically, like, a list of phone calls, um, and there's pretty much the same number, like, over and over again. Yeah. So he ends up calling Danny again. Right. Right. Um, but while this is happening, the yes. audience can see we're like seeing Mulder. He's sitting at a desk, but he's in front of a window. And in the background, you can see a van pull up because I'm, I think it's safe to assume it's crew cut man, secret yeah. men. And they're wanting to break in to Dr. Baruby's house yeah. and figure out what's happening. But they notice the lights on and that someone's sitting in the house so right. instead of confronting, they just pull out, like, that device. I don't even know if this is a real thing or just, like, a TV movie thing. But it, like, you can hear people through walls with it. Yeah. It looks like... It reminds me of um, National Treasure. When yeah. When they're sitting yeah. out and, like, listening to it. But, yeah, it's just, like... Uh, I don't even know what to call it. It looks like a tiny or- handheld s- satellite dish. But it's yeah. like a, a gun, <laughs> like a sound gun. But instead of, like, shooting sounds at people, it, like, amplifies sound into a headphone. You guys all know what we're talking about. We're just trying to figure out the right name. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is the best spy listening device? <laughs> Why is it not listed on this fucking fandom website? Are they really just called listening devices? You know what? Maybe because they have it in Sims. 
Yeah, I don't really know if they work the way that, like, movies always make them seem like they work, though. I don't think you could, like, yeah. just point it inside a house, too. I feel like... When you're, like, on the other side of the fucking house. It's just... No. I feel like the only people that probably actually use those are, like, the private investigators that the Church of Scientology hires to, like, go after <laughs> ex-members. Yep. To see how much, they're, like, shit they're talking about Scientology. Because, like, they're ruthless. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and also not very smart, so, sorry. Um. Um, yeah, so they basically hear Mulder on the phone talking about um, that. Well, he wants the number, and he also found a pair of keys. Yeah. And he... And then he gets a phone call, um... While he's he's waiting for um, the location of the number that he found. Yeah. He's like, where is this? Can I get an address or like an owner or something right. like that so that I can figure out what this number means? But he also just got off the phone. Yeah. And then it rang again. Yeah. Um, and it's Dr. Sakari. Yeah. And wouldn't you think that, like, he's like, hey, Dr. Bruby, <laughs> is that you? And Walter's <laughs> like, yep, it's me. Don't you think he would know what he sounds like on the phone? It's like they sound very different. Maybe he's never heard their voice. They're friends. We find out later. I don't know. People sound different on the phone. I have no fucking idea. You're right, but... It's weird, but Maybe he's also in a delusional state slightly because he's injured. Okay. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But Dr. Sakari's like, I'm alive. He's calling from a payphone. And he's trying to get help, and he's like, I've been shot. I'm really hurting. Um, and he kind of passes out while he's on the phone. Cause yeah, and someone's Mulder's just like, I'm going to call an ambulance, but Mulder has no idea where they yeah, are. Yeah, hangs up on Mulder. Yeah. While this is happening, back to Scully. She is with our good friend, the handwriting expert. Not from the last episode, the previous, previous episode. Is that... Uh, is that canon? Is that fact? I don't know, but I, I think it's at least the same actress. Because the character's name is Dr. Ann Carpenter, and I don't remember what episode she was previously in. But I remember being like, her and Mulder had like a weird cor- like kind of banter, and it was very cute, and I was like, they need to get married. Or like, they need to date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna... We're just gonna assume... We're going to assume that that's right. Okay. It might not be. Um, but lo and behold, she's not just a handwriting analyst. She's a, like, genius scientist. Right. <laughs> Who knows a lot about microbiology. Yep. Um, but her and Scully, well, Scully kind of goes up to her and is like, hey, I need you to, like, do this thing for me, please. Like, we found this. I don't know what the fuck it is. Please go look at it. Like, get a microscopic image of it. Um yeah so she's gonna start examining the contents and then i believe we go back to Mulder or back to dr sakari who's in the ambulance yep and and like basically all of his wounds are green um he's like kind of half unconscious he looks rough yeah um the emts are trying to like help him but also they're like what the fuck is this yeah. Um, so, what they want to do a tracheotomy, um, or something else? No, I don't think it's a tracheotomy. It wasn't a that would have tracheotomy, been a, but basically, just do, they throat. wanted to do like a needle decompression on his yeah. chest. Um, but <laughs> Bad instead idea. of fucking air coming out, <laughs> yeah, it's like toxic gas. Yeah, all of their fucking eyes start burning, and they're like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Um, but the ambulance basically like crashes. Yeah. And then he gets away. Yep. So he's back on the loose. Um, There's just a lot of things happening simultaneously. Yeah, we're going back and forth a lot. Um, but I did, like, when whatever the... Oh, yeah. I <laughs> Dr. Like, Carpenter? Dr. Carpenter, yeah. <laughs> she's like, so where did you get this sample from to Scully? And Scully's like, I found it at a crime scene. And she's like, 
We've come a long way from Colonel Mustard in the den with a rope, haven't we? Which I just loved. I really I, like her. I love Clue. Yeah. Made me happy. She's funny. I like her. Um, but anyways, that was, oops, supposed to be talked about before. It's okay. Um, Back to Mulder, I guess. <laughs> Mulder. Okay, so Mulder, before hanging up the phone, he did get the um, address. That well, Danny so- calls him back. Yep. With the address. Yeah. But then notices, he like turns around and notices that there is a van. Okay. With a man sure. in it. I don't think he knows if they're just like looking. Right. I don't think he realizes that they were like listening to that conversation. But yeah, he gets the address. And it's, it's basically like the address to a storage unit. Um, and he goes in and have you ever seen the OA? No. It's, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I wanted to. I just never did. Um, so much of what is happening in this fucking storage unit is reminds me so much of the um, the OA. But what did I write down? It is basically just like, what, five humans. They look like they might be dead. They're underwater, but they're still, like, attached to, um, like, they're still being monitored. And... Mulder's in there, and then all of a sudden one of them fucking, like, moves. So they're alive in here. It's like Um, Kyle XY. Yep. (laughs) Or, like, the tanks that, like, Wolverine's in. Yep. Like, it's nasty. It's... It's very unsettling. Very scary. Um, And they're just, like, sitting there, and... They're just sleeping. Just sleeping, taking a nap. Um, Mulder is like, what the fuck? And then he is leaving the storage unit, and there's, like, three men that are following him. Yeah. But he's able to outrun them. Um, and then we zoom. <laughs> we are back to... Scully. Scully. Um, it's bacteria size, but it's not bacteria. Yeah, and it um, contains chloroplasts. Um, and it appears like the doctor is cloning it. Um, but the lab, the Dr. Carpenter? Yes. Um, she is like, you seem like maybe you know what you're talking about, right? And Scully's like, a little bit. I am a doctor. Although, like, this is one of those times where it's, like, not that believable because she, like, doesn't even really seem to know about, like, nucleotides and, like, I just well, feel like you would at least have, like, a basic understanding yeah. of that if you fucking are a doctor. I don't know how much they go into microbiology, but I also guess it depends on what kind of doctor she is. Like, does she... But she's a medical doctor. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Because, like, even as, like, a clinical dietetic major for mm-hmm. JWU, I had to take a shit ton of of chemistry yeah. and took a microbiology class. And like, I even understood what they were saying. Yeah. And I'm kind of dumb a little bit. You're not dumb. Sometimes. <laughs> Please don't talk about my friend like that. Um, <laughs> but like Scully should at least know, like, I agree. It's one of those times where like, they're explaining for the audience, but like, they don't do it in like the best way. So, well, uh, Dr. Really... Carpenter is like, so these are base pairs. And I'm like, yeah, we know. Okay, but think about majority of the audience that's watching this in the 90s because it's on TV and it's like hot topic. I know. I don't think a lot of people know microbiology. <laughs> I know, which I just wish, I know that they have to do that. I just wish they had done it in a like more like streamlined kind of way. Where yeah. Like, this makes sense. Um, but Dr. Carpenter is saying that this sample is really strange because it there's usually there's no gaps in between the sequences. It just is DNA, you know, is like all together yeah. in just a repeating pattern. Right. Um, but this one has gaps in the sequences and it also shows that there is a fifth and sixth nucleotide. Yes. Which so it's typically a whole, there's only four. Yeah, so it's a whole, like, new base pair that 
does not exist in humans. Yeah. Ever. It does yeah. not in, does not exist in any like living creature. You mean by definition it's extraterrestrial? extraterrestrial. <laughs> I really like that line. But I think this is really when Scully's like, oh fuck. Her whole world just got turned upside down yeah. because she is like I have just been always relying on the fact that like science is the only thing that's going to tell me the truth. And yeah. this woman is telling me that science is saying that aliens are real. So what do I do? <laughs> what would you do? I'm going to take a break. Woo. <laughs> and we're back. Hello. Hi. Hi. Let's get back into it. Um, Where were we? <laughs> we are at the storage unit. So Mulder is leaving and he calls Scully and is like, you need to get here right now. Um, and so Scully comes and she kind of tells Mulder like what um, Dr. Carpenter told her. And she's like, I fucking believe you. Like, I don't know what's happening, but like, and science is the only thing that I thought I knew, but something's going on here. And yeah. I'm, I'm ready to. Let's I, do this. I want to believe, you know. <laughs> um, but when Scully gets there. The bodies are already gone. Yeah. They fucking cleared that shit fast. Yes. And then while they're in the storage unit, Deep Throat also comes in. Yeah. Um, so then they're kind of, you know, talking about stuff. But he, I think they're like all kind of discussing like the bacteria, the bodies that Mulder found. And I don't remember exactly what happened, but... Um, oh, okay, never mind. Deep Throat reveals that Baruby was experimenting on humans with extraterrestrial bacteria, basically. Like, kind of making, like, human-alien hybrids. Yeah. And then I think Scully mentions, she's like, what the fuck do they want with, like, this then? And yeah. he's like, oh, the government's had the tissue since 1947. Like, this has been a thing for a long time. Right. Like, you guys are just really close to, like, kind of blowing their cover. Yeah. And, I mean, they... So, Deep Throat does say that the reason that Burby was killed and uh, the reason that they want Sakari killed is that um, Sakari was... Dr. Ruby successful. ...was... Well, Dr. Bruby was too successful, mm-hmm. but they he also kind of defied them because they wanted, like, obviously we see that the other people in, like, the, in the water tanks, they were alive, but they're, they're not going anywhere. They're yeah. not walking around. Like, they're still pretty safe. Um, but Sakari actually, like, thrived after being given the um alien dna and he like no longer has he had cancer right i think so um yeah. but sakari was dr ruby's friend and when basically the people in charge of this experiment yeah find out that he is just like so high functioning now they were like well he needs to be killed because we can't just have an human alien hybrid walking around uh, yeah. like out in the open it's too dangerous um well i think all six of them were terminally ill yes yep and then they all started recovering but since they were friends he was like we're not gonna destroy everything yeah and i but i do think that like the other ones weren't they all started recovering but they weren't like I think at a much slower pace. Yeah, so yeah. they they weren't ready to go run around, but <laughs> um, they were just going to have Sakari killed. Like, no big deal. It would be easy. Um, but Dr. Baruby warned Sakari. Yeah. So um, then that obviously puts a target on Baruby's back because he is now defying the people in charge of this experiment. Right. Um, then we go back to... Uh, so Dr. Carpenter and Scully were working out of the Georgetown University like science yeah. department. And Scully goes back because I think she wants to like catch Dr. Carpenter up to everything. And apparently can't get a hold of her. 
walks into the office, is looking for her, and the other people at the lab are basically like, oh, she was killed in a car accident last night. Like, her whole family died. My fucking heart, like, <laughs> sank. Like, they just don't care about I like, killing off people. Nope. Yeah. Fuck. Like, she had no part in it except, like, helping Scully, but I guess she also knows the information. So. Yeah, I mean, she, she has too much information, and and she had the sample, so she, they didn't want her to keep that sample because that's evidence. Um, and, yeah, so they go there, um, and then, yeah, it's upsetting. But I think that this is where Scully is just like, these people truly don't give a fuck about yeah, anything. Do anything. And they were, we are getting a little bit too close. If they would kill Dr. Carpenter, I know way more than her. So like, right. what do I do? Yeah. Um, but while this is happening, Mulder goes back to Baruby's house because he basically told Deep Throat that he was going to try to find Sakari before the... I was going to call him bowl cut man. <laughs> What's it? What crew cut man. Fucking crew cut. I was like, buzz cut. Not sure. Um, I can go with bowl cut. Yeah. That'd be a lot <laughs> that would less be, threatening. That would be so, so much less intimidating. It'd be so funny if you just had like a bowl cut. Oh, <laughs> okay. Someone else draw that, please. Crew uh, cut man. Turn into bowl cut man. That'd be so good. Um, <laughs> But he does, he finds Sakari. Sakari attacks Mulder, but then he's shot by Crew Cut Man. Yeah. Um, and because of that, obviously he has an open wound now, and Mulder's poor eyes got burned. Oh my god, it was disgusting. But then they also, like, take Mulder. Yes. Yep. So, Mulder um, bye-bye. Yeah. And then when Scully can't hear, can't find Mulder and hasn't heard from him. She goes to his apartment. She is wearing such a cute pantsuit. I love it. That she's she so cute. Just has the best style and I've been watching Sex Education. Oh my god, yes. God, Jillian is such a fucking babe in that, but she has the best clothes. I know. Always, all the time. Do you think she styles herself? I think she might. I think she does because she also started like a fashion line with an existing company. Yeah. I and I think most of the she's a very charitable lady. Mm-hmm. And I think all the proceeds like went to charity. Yeah. So I just yeah. I mean doesn't matter. Love her. Literally Jillian Anderson has been stylish forever. Her whole life. Her whole life. Probably popped out of the womb with like a stylish pantsuit. Yeah. The like jumpsuits that she wears yeah. in sex education, I'm just like you are amazing. You look so good. Also, I know her hair is like naturally blonde, but like she looks so good blonde. Yeah. She looks good with anything. Anyways, this is actually just a Jillian Anderson appreciation podcast. I mean, honestly. We just, <laughs> we were trying to call it an X-Files podcast, but this is actually just a Jillian Anderson stan. I think every year I forget how close Jillian and David's birthdays are, but they're literally like two days apart. Yeah. I love them so much. I know. Jillian and... No, mom... Not mom. Fuck. I had another stroke. <laughs> mom and David. Mom and David. Me- meant to be. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry. Scully. Great pantsuit. Um, but, you know, Deep Throat's just hanging out in the bushes. And he's like, <laughs> Mulder's not here. And Scully's like, what the fuck is your issue? Um... But he tells Scully that he's probably in danger, that he probably got caught, and that she needs to basically bargain to save Mulder's life. Yeah. But they kind of team up to start working together. Yeah. And Deep Throat kind of comes up with a plan. He was like, we can get the tissue because that's what they want, and then we can exchange it for Mulder's freedom basically so like unfortunately they will have something that probably shouldn't have but they kind of already know everything anyways and then Mulder will be safe and sound so their plan is to get 
Scully snuck into Fort Marlene because she has a medical background and it should be easy. So, which it shouldn't be easy, but with Deep Throat's connections, yeah, it's easy because I I'm guessing he just like made her a fake pass and then gave her clearance to almost everything. Yeah, because she gets in in a breeze. Right. Like the only thing that kind of ties it up for a second is the guy is like, what's um, the project password? And she's like, "Uh, fuck, I didn't really know about this. Um, But then she thinks on her feet because she's so smart. And she's like, it's fucking uh, purity control. Purity control. Yeah. Like it. Like that. The one that's on the, the flask, flask, so. She's clear. She goes in, and then she goes to... They're in a, she's in, like, a cryogenic lab. Yeah. But she goes to the purity control little, like, cryogenic locker. She pulls it out. She opens it. It's a fucking alien fetus. <laughs> like, let's be clear. Yeah. It's an alien fetus. But it also kind of just looks like... A mix between an alien and a human and kind of a fetal pig. I'm like, yeah, ew, I yeah. hate this. Well, it looks like the wet specimens that are like shot with dye. So you can see the bones on the inside. Yeah. But it's still like there. It's yeah. just like slightly see-through. It's got such a big head. It, well, <laughs> alien. It's nasty. but It's so ridiculous. I love it. I want a doll that looks just like that. You want a dog? Doll. Oh. Like a, I think he said a doll. Little alien baby. Doll. We we can find one for you. Thank you. I'm pretty sure. Um, somehow she sneaks this thing out. Yeah. She does good. But she puts it in a box, meets Deep Throat. Yeah. And she is basically supposed to hand it over so that... Um, he can make the exchange for Mulder with yeah. a secret crew cut men. And... She doesn't want to hand it to Deep Throat. She's like, I don't trust you. I don't know who you are or what you're doing. So I'm going to make the exchange. And I just want to say, I don't like his fucking tone. I don't either. But again, I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Because he's basically like the kind of people that you're dealing with right now. And you're like very close to their like top secret are the kinds that basically injected a bunch of kids that thought they were getting vaccines with alien DNA. So they just became hybrids. Just like how the government is injecting us. You think that they're just giving you a COVID test right now? They're putting implants. They're putting devices, putting an implant in the back of your nose. Pretty interesting, huh? Mm -hmm. I can't. I say this with a serious face. I if you like actually know people that believe oh. that and I'm like, oh. Okay. If you listen to this podcast and you believe that COVID is a conspiracy theory, and every time you get a COVID test, they're transplanting a tracking device into your cranium, please think logically. Because it's not just our government. It's the whole world. Please stop. Yep. Let's get back to aliens. Come on. Let's be realistic here. Speaking of aliens. aliens. <laughs> um, but eventually, Scully agrees and gives the package to Deep Throat, who gives the fucking crew cut man the package. Um... And then he's shot. And yeah. they, then they kick, push Mulder out of pick, the back of their van. Right? Just like, don't even really stop. They just like, boop, out, yeah. the, out the back door. Um, man, what a fucking <sighs> finale, right? So yeah. Deep Throat's bleeding out. And he's just like, trust no one. It's his I last word. That, that wasn't too quiet, but. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he's like dying and he just says, trust no one. Yeah. Um, I think that should have been 
the end of the Me episode. Too. Me too. And I, I feel like there was more that, like, I know they needed to kind of wrap up, but not really. I think they could have ended it right there, and it could have been... I think it would have been the, more suspenseful the if they best, ended it there. Yeah. It's, um... Instead, we get 13 days later. Yeah. And Which I thought it said 18 days. I don't... It's a few weeks later. Yeah. Regardless. Uh, but Mulder calls Scully and says that Skinner has just told him that the X-Files are done. Surprise. Getting shut down and getting reassigned. And then that's where it ends. No, nope, um, that's nope. not true. We have one more. And so, basically, Scully is like, if the X-Files are shut down, like, what are you going to do, Mulder? And he's like, well, I'm not going to give up. Um, I can't give up. Not as long as the truth is out there. Which also would have been a good place to stop. Yep. But no, we have but one we more scene. Ne- need to fucking keep going. Because it's well, X-Files. Well, interesting, though. Yeah. I we mean, ha- so... We have Cigarette Smoking Man. Yep. He is in a giant warehouse. Yep, which is he, the same one that we saw in the first episode. Yes, yes. And he's putting the fetus in a box, in another box, basically. Well, he, like, kind of takes out, looks at it, and again, it just looks like a wet specimen, um, just chilling in a glass. But he just, like, puts it in a box, tucks it away, and then leaves. And it's not a warehouse. It's in the fucking Pentagon. Which I think that we knew the first episode, too. I forgot, because, again, a little stupid. Short-term oh. memory is very delicate, but um, yep, that's where it ends then. There's an alien in the Pentagon. Yep. Still an alien in the Pentagon to this day. He looks like a Cheeto. So, <laughs> yeah. And Deep Throat is dead. Yeah. I'm very sad. It's, I, I can't believe it. I know. Um, yeah, and you know what? I bet Mulder is like, that was his friend, kind of. Not really. That his dad person friend. was his dad friend. <laughs> um, Wait, do people actually have, like, dad friends? Because I know everyone's like, oh, you're the mom friend. But yeah, why does no one say dad friend? I think people have dad friends. It's your friend that... Is always barbecuing and drinking beers. Do you have that friend? My dad friend, no. <laughs> but I don't either. Um, <laughs> no. But Dylan's kind of like a dad. Oh, so- not to me, but just like he drinks a lot of beer and barbecues. <laughs> oh boy. So I think that in the friend group, Dylan is probably the dad friend. Okay, that makes more sense. The drunk dad. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I don't... <laughs> are there other types of dads? Not sure. Um, <laughs> well, my dad's like a music dad and a tech dad. Okay. That sounds nice. Yeah. It's um, fun. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's well, sad. Yeah. And, you know, he he knew what he was doing. He knew the risks of... Because, I mean, obviously they shot him because they know that he's giving information to Mulder and yeah he knew that it was a very possible thing that he could have been he'd be killed right um I think he expected it but happened a uh, lot sooner than I think everyone would have liked it too yes um and good thing that he didn't let Scully I wonder if they would have shot her or if they just would have been like, no deal. I think they would have been like, no deal. Because even Deep Throat made a point that was like, they're not going to kill Mulder because he's too high profile. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Do you have anything? I do. I have a few things. I don't want to go into like everything that I have because this episode has a fucking lot. Yeah. Of like, because it's, you know mythology episode um so let's crack into it this is the first episode of the x-files in which the words in the opening credits are not the truth that's out there but it's trust no one 
because sometimes they like to change that, and it's like my favorite thing to pay attention to. <laughs> um, so we have that, and we have this one. Uh, this is a quote from Chris Carter. For the first time, I think we have Scully in a situation where she has a scientist, someone like herself, a doctor say to her, you're looking at something that is essentially extra extraterrestrial, and it's a big moment for her. So that's fun and true. We saw yeah. that. Um, and then Aaron and I were talking about this at the episode because we don't know how Scully got that fetus out in a box. Because, like, she didn't have liquid nitrogen with her. Right. But that's, like, legitimately a thing. They're like, it's unknown how she managed to smuggle the alien fetus <laughs> out of a high-security facility where right. it was held. Like, why didn't she keep it under liquid nitrogen? Which I, I didn't know this was a thing. And exactly what happened to the flask reference in the episode's title. We don't know. I mean, isn't the Erlenmeyer flask important because that's where we first get the sample of bacteria? Yeah, but like where to go? When they killed, that's, I think that's why they killed Dr. Carpenter. Yeah. I think it's inferred, but yeah, I don't think it's like, they took the flask. <laughs> and then um, yeah. I have one more. This is the first episode in which the alias Deep Throat is used. Because they never actually refer to him as Deep Throat, but Scully establishes the term when she calls him. Because um, I think they were typically referring to him as Mulder's informant. And then she oh. goes, this Deep Throat character. So she made it up. What? I don't know. I mean, we have, like, the episode titled Deep Throat. Yeah. But I don't think he's called Deep Throat until this moment. Oh. Yes. That's really interesting. Yes. Your turn. That was I, long. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I don't have much, but I think it's worth kind of talking about because we're done with season one. Oh, wait. I just remember one more thing. Yes. Jillian was pregnant during the filming of this episode. Yes. Baby. There's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what do we think? Um, what, what would you say your favorite episode in, in season one is? Oh, boy. Favorite in what way? Because, again, tombs, anything with tombs is disgusting. Yeah. But... Does it get the most reaction and emotion out of me? Yeah. Right. So sometimes I enjoy that. I don't like watching it a lot because it's truly disgusting. Yeah. But kind kind of fun. Um, I don't know. Let me get a list of the episodes because I'm also blanking. <laughs> um, maybe Ice. I'll go with Ice. I was going to say ice, too. Yeah. Because I also really like the sea. Nope. Sorry. Wow. I was reading Beyond the Sea and thinking about the thing, and what I read came out of my mouth. Yes. Yeah. That one. Cool. Nice. Yeah. All right. So next week we start on season two, and um, we also do have our first episode coming it's already out. It was out today um, on our Patreon. So for as little as $3, you can listen yeah. to the episodes. Um, we're going to be doing a couple of episodes every season, season? Yeah. Um, to put on the Patreon. But we're going to be doing um, basically in-depth analysis of some really fun conspiracy theories. So if you like cryptids and conspiracies and not just x-files um give us a follow on patreon and of course you can like and review us please rate really helps us i don't think you guys understand how much it helps us and on apple podcasts yeah or anywhere um and then obviously social media instagram twitter Everything is UFO Party Pod, UFO Party Pod, including the Patreon. Please, we only have two patrons, and they are required to be patrons. So yeah. we would really like some <laughs> volunteered <laughs> patrons. 
but yeah, we're really excited. So I, should we tell them what the first like actual episode is going to be? Not like the intro episode. Sure. Yeah. So we we filmed a um, or we recorded a just a little intro episode the other day um, where we played the this trivia game, um, and then we have a couple of we have five different conspiracies that we want to go more in depth with. And the first one that we're going to be doing is, um, the death of Paul McCartney. So if anyone doesn't know about it, it's a pretty common conspiracy. It's one of my favorites. It's insane. It's so fun. It's wild. But basically it's just the conspiracy that Paul McCartney was killed right before the, like as the Beatles were getting big. So they replaced him and, the Paul McCartney that we all know and maybe love is maybe not really not. Paul McCartney. Bum, bum, bum. So. But you're not getting any more than that unless you pay $3 a month. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See you next week. Bye. Stay safe. Stay spooky. Bye.